Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show where you're not really even sure if I'm wearing pants or not. Today I want to talk to you about personality systems and prejudice. Something I was thinking about this morning in relation to just a lot of things I've seen around personality types around the internet at large. Uh, Reddit, Twitter, uh, people I've talked to in person, all sorts of different conversations around personality types. Uh, Quora is a place that I spend some time in as well. Um, I've been curious about this distinction between using personal personality systems and personal growth, essentially meaning that there is a distinction. And that's probably the first thing to talk about is that there is a distinction between learning a personality type system, meaning learning Myers-Briggs, or Big Five, or uh, Enneagram, or even astrology, or something like that, and then the prejudices that we bring from our old understandings into the new systems. So you can learn all about the four-letter code, you can learn about uh, openness, or all the other things in Big Five, or you can learn about um, the different Enneagram types, arrow lines, wing paths, etc., 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 and Even though you learn all of this new information, it does not automatically mean that you're going to gain a new semblance of emotional intelligence or a higher form of thinking or that you're automatically free of your previous prejudices. That those things, those prejudices that maybe you've experienced in your life are things that you're going to bring into this new system. So when I say prejudices, I don't necessarily mean... um, class-based or race-based or anything like that, though those could be true. And that's for you and your personal story and for you to discern for yourself. Um, But they could just simply mean a predisposition to apply bias towards a person based on a little bit of information. In a lot of ways, it's generalizing, right? So what these personality systems do is that they give you a short code, right? They They give you a little short code to understand someone based on, it gives you kind of like an insight or a shortcut for you to understand a little bit of what this person is. So if you hear that someone's a Scorpio or a Libra or an INTP or an ENTJ, or you know they score high in openness, or maybe you use the DISC system and there's a high extroversion in uh, social situations or, um, you know, uh, or Enneagram 7 or 5 or anything like that, There's suddenly this whole whirlwind of things that go through your brain if you know the system and that you apply on top of this person that you see in front of you. So if you're meeting a person for the first time and you find out their, you know, their astrological sun sign, then it's very easy to say like, okay, this person's a Libra. That might mean X, Y, and Z. But many people, when they start to learn personality systems, the difference between applying prejudice versus curiosity is essentially making this short code their entire identity. Meaning that as an INTP, if you see another INTP, you're like, okay, either this person's exactly like me or this person is like the textbook definition of what this INTP is or an INFP or an ENTJ or uh, Enneagram 5 or 3 or something like that. It's easy to apply these understandings to a person because... If, again, we kind of go through life having to make prejudiced choices all the time when it comes to being primal, being a human being, being a person, there are this um, 
there's there's this notion that as we go through life we tend to 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 focus more on negative attributes of people of situations as a means of possibly preparing for anything to go wrong right uh, this may seem as like a typical maybe Enneagram uh, six tendency, but we all do a version of this where we are having to make assumptions or having to make educated leaps or or just generalized leaps or assumptions or prejudices or biases about people or situations in order to make ourselves feel like we know what's happening, right? Because like one of the scariest things I think that... that um, to experience as a human is the unknown, right? Um, Some more than others, but I think every human being has some version of a relationship with the unknown that can be a little bit scary. So when it comes to people, people have so much depth to them and to make the unknown known makes us feel safe or it makes us feel powerful or it makes us feel like we have control of the situation. So when we apply when we learn these new systems, it's easy to simply apply or not be aware that we are applying the same prejudices to previous systems, to to new people, right? So the sun came out, completely blew out my shot. There, I, That's a little more balanced. <laughs> um, uh, so what's going on here is that the reason I want to bring this up is because it's not just about other people. It's about the prejudices that we apply to ourselves. So when we're starting to learn about personality type systems, when we're learning about all of these different modes of being, people's health and unhealth and growth and blah, 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 uh, there is a lot of prejudice that we're applying to ourselves based on what we think we understand about the system. So instead of doing introspective personal growth, we're deciding unconsciously to apply the book understanding of ourselves to ourselves, meaning that instead of checking in with ourselves and saying, this system means, let me actually close this uh, real quick without revealing whether or not I'm actually wearing pants. <laughs> and then we can probably, because that's bothering me too much. All right. Yes, we're a little more balanced. Okay. Um, So we, instead of bringing ourselves to the system, we're bringing the system to ourselves. And instead of bringing other people to the system, we're bringing the system to other people, right? So that's in essence what's happening when we're applying prejudice to people using these various systems. Does that make sense? Um, And and it might be hard because like you might be listening to me and be like, that's no, that's that's not true. I'm not doing that. And essentially, if you're kind of freaking out about it, it's probably true. <laughs> That's probably what's happening, uh, you know, because there's a defense mechanism that comes up. You know, maybe you feel like you're being judged by me or you feel like a, like a bad person or you feel like you're, uh, you know, in, in today's world where there's a lot of scrutiny around um, uh, biases and prejudices and all of that stuff regarding you know, race and social issues that to acknowledge an internal prejudice prejudice may feel unsafe and may feel like uh, you're going to go to hell or wherever you believe in, like as a result of acknowledging your own prejudices. And I'm basically telling you that your prejudices 
exist. Everyone has prejudices. Like you don't, uh, you are not exempt from being a human being. <laughs> like you have biases, you have a prejudice. So I know most of my audience is INTPs, and I think there's some awareness of that. And that's a lot of what we do as INTPs is try to look at our own beliefs and our and, and take a critical scrutinizing look at our own internal beliefs and oftentimes others' beliefs as well and become aware of some of our own prejudices. And um, it, what's really hard, I think in particular, is that if you're just scrutinizing prejudices in terms of like the world and the way things work and all of this stuff, it's like it's really easy to to make some growth movements based on that. And I think it's also really hard that if you start to learn a system, it's assumed that you're bringing growth along with the system. You can just learn the information and not do any growth. And that's really what I'm trying to say here is that it's not automatic that because you know personality systems or that you look at a celebrity and you can understand the personality type that you know anything about their personal growth or you know anything about your personal growth or you know anything about understanding your own emotional intelligence or your soul or your essence or your mental health or understanding physical health or, or any of the other numerous things, right? Like personality systems are just a tool. And I've talked about that in sort of the introduction to personality uh, in, in one of the playlists that I have on this channel. And um, so I, I think it's interesting and I, I just want to introduce this idea and maybe it's something I'm going to be talking about a little bit more because I'm working on trying to talk about things that I think are interesting and helpful and not just answering everyone's questions, though I will do what I can. Um, but I think this idea of personal growth being separate from our emotional growth or, or, or understanding our prejudices and biases is these are different modes. Like they, they work in tandem, right? So if you understand some personality type systems, if you understand yourself as an INTP or an Enneagram one or Enneagram five or whatever other systems that you're looking at, that this tool is a way of reflecting or measuring, you know, your current state of health or your current relationship to other people. Are, are you, does this personality system reveal that you have maybe a bit of a codependent relationship with the people in your life? Maybe you have a uh, antagonistic relationship with people in your life, or maybe you have a savior complex uh, in relation to people in your life, right? And you're not actually living based on your own personal values, right? So one of the reasons I wanted to bring up this prejudice versus personality thing also is because once we learn these systems, it's really easy to have this reaction to people when we learn their personality type. Meaning, let me move closer to the light. I think that's maybe helping. <laughs> um, uh, what we're doing is, is creating and building these reactions to various personality types and applying that to anyone that fits that type. So for example, um, you know, it's like, if I learn that some person's a Scorpio and it's like, oh, you're a Scorpio. Oh no. <laughs> like what is, uh, oh, and you just have like a, like a reaction. Um, first of all, I think that's incredibly rude <laughs> to, to have a reaction in front of someone's face. It's like, um, 
it's like uh, uh, I don't know. It's like going up to someone and and being like, "Oh, you have short hair, or you have weird skin, or you have like, oh, you're a woman." Like that would be awful, right? <laughs> like that's just not obviously. There are some things that are more obviously unacceptable to have that reaction to, but it's not yet like naturally. It's not naturally unacceptable to hear that someone's uh, a Taurus or like a, 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 an INFJ and like have that reaction because it's not like a publicly known thing to have to, for that reaction to be a bad thing. Right. So it's like, you're an INFJ. Oh, uh, uh. or like maybe you've had your own personal experiences with someone of that similar type. And really at the end of the day, it's about these systems, these short codes, these, these tools are ways of these are bridges into understanding someone's individuality. This is not another way for you to generalize about someone or for me to generalize about someone and therefore generalize about ourselves. The idea is to get to know ourselves and get to know individual people, right? So these may be systems where for Myers-Briggs, for example, you're getting to know someone's cognitive processes, right? It's not about traits. It's not necessarily even about behavior. It's about cognitive processes. So it's the way someone thinks. It's more of the how than the what. It's like how you come to a conclusion or how you start a project or how you may interact with other people. Not necessarily the exact way in which you're going to interact with other people or the exact outcome of the project, right? It's more the how than the what. And then the same with the Enneagram. The Enneagram is more complex. It's more of a full body system, psycho-spiritual, physiological system, where when you're understanding a personality type in that system, it's a little bit more about what drives you. What is your instinctual, what are your instinctual responses? What is happening as a result of like what triggers you is often sometimes you can figure out uh, through understanding the Enneagram. And with the Enneagram in particular, I think when we start to dive into Enneagram stuff, it becomes extra sensitive when you're pointing out someone's behavior or you're saying you're having a visceral reaction and saying like, oh, you're an eight. Oh, no, (laughs) don't hurt me. (laughs) Like that's that sucks. It sucks for the person who's having who's feeling that because they're instantly feeling that you're having a negative reaction to them, to who they are, not just their type or their personality, but who they are, all of their entire karma and system of their life up to that point. Like being judged hurts. It sucks. As an Enneagram one, I'm particularly sensitive to judgment. So when I get negative comments, I'm kind of dealing with that all the time. But it also means that I'm aware of how people, other people feel judged, even if they more easily dismiss it than I do as an Enneagram one. There are uh, various uh, levels of judgment that people feel. And I can feel or I can tell when someone else is feeling judged and maybe don't know they don't know what to do with it. Right. So and, and I mean that in person, not online, but. It's even harder online because we're making all of these assertions about people online uh, and we don't see their reaction. We don't see how they feel as a result of what we're saying. So it's up to us to have the individual discernment to play the part of ourselves and the other person and to put ourselves in the shoes of the other person. So it's really hard 
I understand that it's difficult to not apply prejudices to all sorts of different people of various personality types at any given time. You know, that hurts uh, uh, to be at the other side of that. But it's like, I don't know, in my mind, it's kind of like being able to press a button to launch a nuclear weapon across the world. Like, you don't see the immediate impact. You don't see the blood and guts. You don't see how it changes lives. You don't see the radioactivity. You don't see the fallout, right? So, and, and this is not new, right? You, we've, we've had the internet for a little while now, and this is not a new concept. But what is new, or what I think is interesting, or a way to think about personality systems, is that is, there is no automaticity to emotional growth with these systems, these systems, they're just information. These are just ways of looking at people or looking at the world or understanding people. And it's up to you as an individual to introspect, to be self-aware of the biases you have, of the prejudices you, ha- you have, or how you transfer prejudices to personality systems, right? So maybe in your past life, you've had prejudices. Maybe you have had uh, an actual bout of racism, not the public known uh, uh, kind of a expanded expression of racism, but maybe you've actually said and did things that have hurt people in the past and you've been trying to grow from that. And maybe you started to learn these new systems. And as a result of these new systems, you've transferred that racial or class or sex-based uh, prejudice into this new personality system. Now, I'm not trying to call you out publicly, and I'm not saying you should say anything in the comments or make anything known publicly, or I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's okay to double check. I I don't think there's anything wrong with making sure that you're not applying a stereotype of a personality across the board. So saying something like ENFPs can never focus or INTPs can never get a project done or INFJs will never stand up for themselves or ESTJs are just a bull in a China shop, right? Like that's just never true. It's never true across the board. There are 16 personality types, but there are 7 billion people plus in the world. Everyone with their own experiences, which is typically also called karma, all of your memory and experiences up to this point, or everyone has their own wants, desires, imaginations, their own motivations, their own life story, their own traumas, their own triggers, their own whatever, right? And I think what I'm trying to say with all of this is to essentially not treat a person like their personality type, but to treat individuals like individuals and use those personality systems as a conduit. It's a uh, it's a way to enhance your powers of understanding people. It's a way to supplement how you already think you know the world and you think you know people. And it gives you a little bit of a shortcut, maybe to ask questions, but not a shortcut of full, complete understanding, right? And again, I understand that not knowing is scarier than knowing. So we can take the assumption of knowing someone and just blast it onto everyone. And that sort of expressing ignorance, especially again, because I have a widely INTP audience and an Enneagram 5 audience, 
that, you know, expressing ignorance or not knowing something or whatever can, or, or showing that maybe you're, you're not educated in something can feel scary or, uh, you know, you can have a visceral reaction to it. Uh, but what I think is ultimately powerful is to have a curiosity about people and that helps for INTPs or any other personality type to start to move past some of these prejudices or biases, but not really to like, it's not easy to eliminate them. Right. And sometimes when we think we eliminate them, we create this dissonance and they still exist unconsciously. It's just getting to know them. And if you're aware that you have this bias against a personality type or a system or a person, even if you're still dealing with, you know, racial, sexual, or, or uh, other types of biases, that it's okay to acknowledge that. It does not make you a bad person. It's just acknowledging what it is. So that's something you can eventually move on with and improve and improve, right? That's all I'm saying. So I hope this helped in some sort of a way. Um, I really just wanted to, I don't know, get this off my chest. <laughs> I feel like it was something important to share um, in, in, in supporting the growth and understanding of your usage of personality type systems and that it's not just, it's not just about absorbing information. There's a bit of a responsibility that comes with being someone that's teaching this or sharing this or talking about this, or even using it for yourself, that it's not just about going around the internet and and claiming people are mistyped because that's another form of deflection or projection. But personality growth is about you. And as you grow and develop and be a better person and be a, um, uh, and I don't mean that moralistically, I just mean uh, seeing yourself in other people and understanding that if someone were to say that to you, then it might suck. And even if it doesn't suck as much for you, because maybe you can take it, um, still understanding what it would feel like in their shoes to receive that because they are not you and you are not them necessarily. <laughs> Does that make sense? So as noises start to pick up outside, I'm going to wrap up this video. I appreciate you so much. Um, I'm no longer doing the podcast for dopamine specifically. So the audio version is going to be in that feed. I'll put it in the comments below and, um, stay tuned for more things. There's also courses and stuff below. If you join, there's a free course called, are you really an INTP? If you're still not sure about your personality type and you can go through that and, um, you know, get a sense of my teaching style and all of that stuff and go through some of the other available courses. So things are getting real loud out there. <laughs> Appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya. had an extra thought and I thought I'd add it as like a little bit of a, a post credit scene or something, <laughs> just a little bit of extra flavor. If you actually watch the whole video, um, I watch a lot of sad guru videos, S I D S A D H guru, G U R G U R U. Um, and he talks a lot about 
the relationship that we have between our memory and our imagination when it comes to like past and future memory, imagination, right? So when we're talking about our memory versus our imagination, uh, that's kind of what comes up when we're experiencing a lot of these prejudices is like you are taking your memory about someone or something. Maybe you've had a trigger or an experience or someone of a similar personality type and you're applying it to this person in the present or you have an imagination that is running wild and making all of these assertions and assumptions about how a person is or should be. So this idea of memory and imagination is something I'll probably touch on in future episodes. But if you look up sad guru videos, he's pretty amazing when he talks about a lot of this stuff. So that's really it. So off with you. (laughs) I'll see you in the next video.